Thank you for tuning in to the Monarch Touch podcast. This is the place where we touch hearts and transform lives. My name is Kendra and I will be your host. Sadie, my Catahoula Bulldog, will be a year and a half come August, but in her youth, she is built like a tank. She weighs at least 100 pounds now and she still doesn't have full impulse control over herself yet, which means we need to keep an eye on her as she's playing with her new little brother, Louis. I keep getting told that he's going to be a big boy when he grows up, but right now he's only 24 pounds. Adult dogs tend to have more patience with young pups because they are aware that it's their job to teach the younger dog. But young dogs, even though they look like adults, are still young-minded. Even though Lewis is 70 pounds smaller and lighter than Sadie, Sadie still treats him like they are the same. When Lewis bites on Sadie's face with those really razor sharp pointy baby teeth and gets too rough, Sadie is ready to fight him, which means right now they are both young and being trained up. My job is to be referee between them, keeping them under control. It made me think how similar humans can behave with one another when they are being reactive to their environment instead of living with intentions. When we do, instead of living in peace with one another, we are fighting against each other. Today I want to share how my life has been impacted in a positive way. My goal is to help anyone who is listening to become rich in relationships because I think the truth we are all learning from this COVID pandemic and isolation is that we are social beings. We are not meant to live our lives just for ourselves, but rather to connect, to serve, and to love one another. There are three actions we can take that would not only help us to achieve our dreams and goals, but also to connect us better with each other along the way. I heard a long time ago that it's lonely at the top of the mountain, meaning most people have big dreams at one time, but few actually turn their dreams into actionable goals and then do the hard work to climb all the way to the top of the mountain to accomplish them. But the person that does make their dreams come true, they need to look around and see if they are surrounded with people or alone at the top. If you have been brave enough and hardcore resilient to make it to the top of your mountain, if you look around and find yourself alone, then it's because you failed to take anyone there up with you. My dream is to help you make it to the top of your mountain, but with your friends and loved ones by your side. Too many people are ending friendships over their differences instead of doing the work to find value and appreciate in one another. Most of the time we want to blame someone else for failed marriages, failed parenting, failed friendships, failed work environments, but I think all relationships take intentional actions from ourselves first. Healthy relationships are hard work and so many people are leaving them to follow their individual dreams instead. But I'm here to hopefully inspire my listeners to contemplate that cost and instead choose to learn skills that will help bring all sorts of people with you as you are pursuing your life dreams. We need each other. Even in our differences, we need one another. With our differences, we help each other grow into better human beings. I want to share today three actions we can take that will help us to reach our goals, improve our relationships along the way. In order for us to have healthy relationships, we need to know our own picture of what we want in life. Many of us have expectations without even realizing that we have them. 
Unfortunately, so often we expect more from others than we do our own self. But reality is that the only thing we can control is ourself. So it makes sense then to begin forming a vivid picture of your dreams and your ideal relationships. It takes time to know what you personally want, where you intend to go, and how you plan to arrive. This is why vision boards are so successful. They help the person making them to create a vivid picture of their ideal life. Our body follows our mind. What we choose to see in our mind, what we choose to hear in our mind, and the focus we make on them will determine the actions we take. Out of all my pups I've ever raised, Sadie has been my most challenging by far. What makes her so difficult for me is the fact that she has tested boundaries from day one. She challenges me to see who is going to be the leader of this pack and because of that, I had to come to terms with the fact that I wasn't thinking like a leader, therefore I wasn't acting like someone she wants to follow. How often do we parent as calm, confident, assertive leaders? I think more often we baby our children to a point that they are running the show instead of the parents. I have noticed that when I have a vivid picture in my mind of what I want to accomplish in my walk with Sadie, she is aware that I mean what I say. But if I go without that vivid picture of what I'm planning on doing and never fails, she will try to pull me in her desired direction. And I noticed without me even realizing that I was doing it when I don't have a plan in my mind ahead of time, I'm willing to follow her, allowing Sadie to lead me rather than me lead her. So how does this help in our relationship with each other? First of all, when we have vivid pictures in our mind of dreams and plans, we won't be so quick to blame others when life doesn't go our way because we are looking to our own actions and not focused on other people to satisfy our needs. But if we don't have a destination in mind, there's a good chance we may be following others more than we realize it. I'm talking about you and I creating our ideal life where we are the ones leading ourselves to our dreams and bringing friends with us as we go. When we have a good picture in our mind, when we know what we want and are ready to do the hard work to get there, if we are not selfish, we can work on building a great life for ourselves and build great friendships along the way. Healthy relationships teach us through practice how to engage in difficult conversations and hopefully allow us the opportunity to get vulnerable with our feelings. We also learn how to give back to others. When we have clear pictures that are so vivid and real, we feel more in control which then allows us the room to give others freedom to grow. Do you encourage others to become better or are you insistent on your own way? Do people need to be like you, for you to like them, talk like you, want what you want in order for you to be willing to help them? Visions of what we want and how to get there can change as we change, but the way we treat people should only get better as we grow and mature. The more we mature and start controlling what belongs to us, we can then let go of what does not. What belongs to each one of us is our ability to put together visions, make them so vivid that they become real. Having a new puppy and another dog with allergies, I have been attending different veterinarian clinics and talking with many different people. I can't help but notice how much people lack clear communication skills. 
Communicating is natural. Even animals and plants have, the, have their own ways of communicating with one another. But to be an effective communicator, it takes intentional action to be clearly understood and a desire to understand to be able to connect well with others. After all, isn't that the point of communication, to connect? Two things help us to clearly express ourselves and to understand others. The first one is our body language. The second is our words. So first, let's look at how our body talks. When I walk Sadie with an unclear goal of where I want to take her, I believe she feels it in my body because when I intentionally create that vivid vision of where I want to go, my body is confident. That means head up shoulders back and my back straight up my body is standing taller and i'm holding the leash with more assured confidence and direction i intentionally use my body more and my mouth less in fact i need to say very little because my body guides the way in which i walk and how i maneuver the leash when we vision ourselves to be confident we hold our body in confidence that means head up and shoulders down Confidence does not mean rigid and stiff like a board. It creates peace, calmness, assertiveness. When we are confident, we know the direction in which we want to move. When we have the mindset that we are right and whoever thinks differently is wrong, then that's when our body becomes rigid and stiff. This is the place where stress is born and shoulders rise to the occasion. Pride gets in the way of our communication and our body harms itself in the process. People who feel the need to control everything have a very difficult time surrendering their body. I see this when I massage people who have a difficult time surrendering and letting go. Pay attention to dogs as they interact. I've noticed the ones that trust each other have a soft and playful body. But if they are unsure or guarded, they hold their body tightly and are ready to fight. Tony Robbins, world famous coach and influencer, teaches that we can change our emotional state and behavior just by changing our body first. Most people who claim to be depressed are slumped over in a defeated position and talk softer. He shows each person how to stand tall and talk, speak louder, and after they do those exercises, he then asks them how they feel. With all laughter, people quickly realize that their state of mind really can be quickly changed just in the way they have used their body. Do you pay attention to your body language on a regular basis? Next time you are having a seemingly bad day or feeling depressed, notice if your body changes with your mood. Awareness always helps us to grow and improve. Our words are powerful tools that can build up or destroy relationships. The tones and volumes in which we use creates meaning to our message. Just the words, I'm sorry, can have very different meaning depending on, it, on, depending on how it sounds. Listen to the difference. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, one is sarcastic, which cancels out the apology. The other is genuine and heartfelt. One, you may want to forgive, and the other feels just as hurtful as the offense. The volume of our words fall into the third action, which is how we use our energy. Energy comes from our state of mind. 
If my vision that I am focusing on is positive and uplifting and my body is flexible and light, then I'm most likely going to have a good energy that follows. That energy that I just described is very attractive because it's inviting. On the other hand, if I am picturing the things that upset me and I become angry just with those thoughts, my body will become rigid and my energy will increase, but it will be getting ready for battle, which is more about adrenaline and not peace. If I start thinking about the things that make me feel overwhelmed, my body will droop and my energy will feel drained. Anxiety causes so many problems for this reason, but anxiety is only a state of mind and we can change everything just by first being aware of the pictures we focus in our mind, paying attention to our body language, and then being intentional about creating the energy we would rather be experiencing. Now that I have two puppies, I have watched this past week how quickly their energy changes and escalates when they play. Louis, like I said, he has these sharp razor teeth and he will bite Sadie and I imagine it hurts because I know they hurt me. I see the bite marks on her face and I feel bad, but she keeps going in for more. Sadie then will get angry and her energy increases, which of course only escalates the puppy's energy. Right at that moment, I quickly get in between them and need to separate them to give them both time out. Walking away from one another is like pushing the pause button. This space gives that built up energy time to settle back down. And this is what I am watching with people in this season of great divisions being created. People's emotions and energy quickly escalate. One will make a comment, the second person disagrees, and that person's volume goes up to defend their own point of view. When people's energy increases, there is this charge it creates that pulls the other person in, but for battle, not for relationship. They too then will match or increase their volume very quickly before anyone even realizes it is happening if fight breaks loose. And that doesn't mean a physical fighting. It can be battling it out with words that can never be taken back. But if we become aware of our energy, we can prevent most fights just with knowing the importance of the pause. This takes great self-control. Scripture talks a lot about self-control because it's the action that keeps us together instead of tearing ourselves apart. Both my pups are young and haven't learned good self-control yet, but what about you? How fast do you react when someone to, to what someone says? Are you curious or reactive? For me, I'm impulsive and reactive, but remember, awareness is always the first step to change. So don't be afraid to acknowledge weak areas. Once we look within and are willing to be honest, we can then improve what we don't like within our ability. When we take responsibility for our own actions, we then are not able to blame circumstances or other people when things don't go our way. Start today by creating some vivid visions of your life you want to live. Make sure to clearly communicate your thoughts and ideas so that you are understood, but also more importantly, go out of your way to understand others and set your mind ahead of time to be in control of the energy you bring into relationships and events. If you just start with these actions, you will be in control of the things that have always been in your power to control. This is how we live life well and become rich in relationships. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are in the Central Florida location and looking for a massage, you can visit my website at monarchtouch.com. 
Thank you for tuning in today. And if you like this show, please share it with a friend. Wherever you may be listening, please subscribe and give it a five star so that other people may be able to find the show and also receive support in their wellness. And if you are listening on Apple iTunes, would you leave a review that may encourage other listeners to tune in? If you have thoughts you would like to share, you can go to the Instagram or Facebook page Monarch Touch and leave your comments there. I appreciate you and until next time, go out and make it a healthy day.